Good morning, good morning, good morning, everyone. We want to say good morning, Father God, good morning, Lord Jesus, and good morning, Holy Spirit. We welcome you to be a part of this prayer line and to take control as we allow your spirit to lead us. We offer ourselves, surrendering our ways and declare we're willing to go where you lead us, to say what you would have us to say, and willing to show others the love of Christ. You give us wisdom to make wise decisions in every situation that we face. We cast our cares and concerns on you without allowing worry or fretting to take hold today, because good will come and settle our minds as we yield. Today is the day that you've made and we will rejoice and be glad in it. And should fear come knocking, we will send faith to answer. And we know that when trouble does come our way, it is an opportunity for our faith to be tested. Victory is now and we lay hold of it and declare it over this day. Hallelujah. Let me welcome every guest, every pastor, every saint of God, wherever you are calling in from. We want to acknowledge you and declare God's goodness over you. We also want to take this opportunity to um, honor Bishop Christopher Smith and Pastor Adrian Smith. They are our pastors over New Destiny Ministry. We give thanks for them and continue to ask God's blessing, God's wisdom, and God's peace to overtake them, keeping them in all of their ways and their family today and tomorrow. Hallelujah. And every day thereafter, praise the Lord. So let me introduce our team for today. My name is Heather Dawson, and I'm facilitating this morning, and we have with us Sister Brandy Goods, and she's going to pray over the requests that have come in. So let's say good morning to Brandy. Brandy, good morning. Good morning, Mother Heather. Good morning to everyone that's on the line. Good morning, hon. You sound wonderful this morning. Praise the Lord. (laughs) And then we have Sister Janice Allen, and she is going to be bringing um, our morning devotion. So good morning, Janice. How are you? Good morning, Mother Heather. I'm doing great. How are you? And good morning, everyone else. (laughs) I'm doing great, and I'm going to just confess that everyone is great because we know the Lord, and we're on the line this morning. So praise the Lord. Amen. And so I just want to say, since we have prayed this morning already, and we've invited the Lord into our call this morning, I'm going to turn it over to you, Janice, at this time, and please come with the morning devotion. We're ready for you. Thank you, Mother Heather, and thank the Lord for a brand new mercy this morning, a brand new day. And the word to us in devotion 
Uh, Jesus reversed everything Adam lost. Our victory is now. Jesus reversed everything Adam lost. Our victory is now. That's Revelation 1, verses 1 through 8. I'm going to read it in the Good News Translation. It says, this book is the record of the events that Jesus Christ revealed. God gave him this revelation in order to show to his servants what must happen very soon. Christ made these things known to his servant John by sending his angel to him. And John has told all that he has seen. This is his report concerning the message from God and the truth revealed by Jesus Christ. Happy is the one who reads this book, and happy are those who listen to the words of this prophetic message and obey what is written in this book. For the time is near when all these things will happen, from John to the seven churches in the providence of Asia. Grace and peace be yours from from God, who is, who was, and who is to come, and from the seven spirits in front of his throne, and from Jesus Christ, the faithful witness to the the first to be raised from the dead, and whom is also the ruler of the kings of this of the world. He loves us, and by his sacrificial death, he has freed us from our sins and made us a kingdom of priests to serve his God and Father. To Jesus Christ be the glory and power forever and ever. Amen. Look. He's coming on the clouds. Everyone will see him, including those who pierced him. All peoples on earth who mourn will mourn over him. So shall it be. I am the first and the last, says the Lord God Almighty, who is, who was, and who is to come. That's Revelations 1, 1 through 8. Jesus revealed reversed everything that Adam lost. And because of this, our victory is now. Revelations, the book, is the revelation of Jesus Christ. John the Apostle bared witness of God's word and testimony of Jesus Christ. He was given the revelation of Jesus and was assigned to write about it to the seven churches in Asia. That's Ephesus, Semina, Pergamus, Thyatira, Sardis, Philadelphia, and Laodicea. Adam, he lost the authority given him by the Father when he, um, when he submitted to a lesser authority in the Garden of Eden. So Adam lost authority, and and in doing so, he lost his rulership. And his disobedience was what caused this to happen. God commanded him not to eat of the tree of knowledge, good and evil. And uh, the father told him the day that you ate of that tree, he would surely die. 
uh, when uh, we know what happened and Adam suffered total separation from God. God no longer walked through the garden to fellowship with Adam. So as a matter of fact, there were angels placed at every entrance of the garden with uh, twirling flaming swords to ensure that no one would enter into that place once Adam and Eve were banished from it. So we see how Adam lost his rights and privileges. What else did he lose? We said he lost fellowship with God the Father, and God the Father wanted Adam to rule the earth as his dominion. And just like the Father rules in heaven at the throne, the Father wanted Adam to experience and to reflect in the earth the same type of thing, that he would rule like uh, God ruled the heavens, Adam would rule the earth. And doesn't that sound like a father-son thing? You know how little boys want to be like their dads. Their dads have trucks, so then they want to have a truck. Or their dad has uh, golf clubs, so they want to have golf, golf clubs. But this was this was the father's decision that he wanted that they would fellowship with one another between uh, in heaven or in earth, that it would be no separation as far as heaven and earth were, that they would both have access, but then their rulership would be God in heaven and Adam in the earth. So you see the relationship that God always wanted with man. It is the love and the joy that Jesus had for us that he gave up his throne to redeem us back in right standing with God and with fellowship, in fellowship with the Father. In Hebrews 2 and 12, 12 and 2, Hebrews 12 and 2, the Passion Translation says, we look away from the natural realm and we focus our attention and expectation on Jesus who birthed faith within us, and so leads us towards, forward into faith's perfection. His example is this. Because his heart was focused on the joy of knowing that you would be his, he endured the agony of the cross and conquered its humiliation and now sits exalted at the right hand of the throne of God. Jesus gave us back everything Adam lost in the work of the cross. When Jesus died, he was buried, and he rose. The victory, we have been given it because Jesus is now. Our victory is now because of what Jesus did, and Jesus is now, and he will be forevermore. And we are more we are more than conquerors now because of the blood of the Lamb. And I'm so glad that Jesus reversed everything Adam lost because it restores us back to being kings and priests, which we were intended to be in the very first place. And we have access now to the holies of holies uh, at the mercy seat. We can go in uh, by the presence of God. His blood covers you and me, and we have been given authority and power over all the powers of the enemy. We, we're kings and rulers. Kings are rulers. 
priests are given access to the divine divinity of God, and we speak the word and things happen. Things change, and we decree a thing, and it comes to pass, and we change and shift atmospheres. We are world changes. There is still work to be done on behalf of the King of kings and Lord of lords, which is Jesus our Christ. We are God's light and salt still here in the earth. And I declare that we have not hidden the light. We are letting that light shine through us as never before. Or else how will they know the way? How will those who are still looking in darkness find the light? Nor have we lost our savoriness. That means we have that salty taste we, we preserve. And we are here in the earth to bring God into the earth realm. And it wasn't for no reason that Jesus reversed everything that Adam lost. One, uh, Our mission here is found in Luke. Luke, the fourth chapter, 18 and 19. And it says, the spirit of the Lord is upon me, the Messiah, because he has anointed me to preach the good news to the poor. He has sent me to announce release, pardon, forgiveness to the captives, and recovery of sight to the blind, to set free those who are oppressed, downtrodden, bruised, crushed by tragedy, to proclaim the favorable year of the Lord, the day when salvation and the favor of God abound greatly. That was the Amplified Version. Now, this is our year of restoration. It is the favorable year of the Lord, the day when salvation, this day, salvation and the favor of God abound greatly. All these things I mentioned, Jesus gave to us, his people, to use and to execute in the earth with the help of the Holy Spirit. First John 3 and 8 says, He who sins is of the devil, for the devil has sinned from the beginning. For this purpose, the Son of God was manifested that he might destroy the works of the devil. So the church of Jesus Christ, you are and I are manifested that we would destroy the works of the devil. Our victory is because he is. Because Christ is. Christ took back what Adam lost. And we have, uh, we live in Christ eternally. We live and our enemies are defeated. Let's pray. Father, we thank you for your word this morning. We thank you that we receive, Lord God, the assignment that you have left for us to do because you gave back to us what was lost. Now we have what we need, Lord God, to execute righteousness in the earth, Father, that those who are bruised, those who are downtrodden and crushed, and Lord God, under heaviness and under unforgiveness, Lord God, that we would release and pardon those who are captive and those who are are blind, Lord God, and set free those who are oppressed. And we give you praise, God, that you have made this possible, that we are partnering with you, that we are one in you, sitting with you at the right hand of the Father. Lord, let it never be in vain. In the mighty and matchless name of Jesus Christ, we pray and give you thanks. Amen. 
Amen. Amen. Amen. That was wonderful. What a great word. You know, yes, um, Jesus reversed everything. He reversed it all. And as Sister Janice went through um, how all of this took place <clears throat> by Adam when he sinned and was had to leave the Garden of Eden, he lost it all. He lost his authority. He lost his relationship. But because of the love of our Lord and Savior Jesus, it was, it was that love that he had for us that he was willing to suffer for us on our behalf. Um, when you really pause and you think about it, it's amazing. And it is a love story beyond description. Um, we cannot even fully fathom all that was done for us. I loved it. Thank you, Sister Janice. That was was a great word. <clears throat> and, you know, um, before I have uh, Brandy come um, and pray this morning, I just want to share two praise reports uh, with all of you. And this is to encourage any of you that maybe are facing um, some dire situations. Nothing is impossible with our God. All things are possible to them that believe. So some of you might know these individuals, maybe not. But God in his mercy and his provision provided both Brother Mike Kidd and Sister Shirley Thompson to receive kidney transplants. Think of that. Brother Mike Kidd, his was several months ago, and Sister Shirley's was recently. How we praise God and give him all the glory for working all things for the good for them. These were critical situations, but God supplied. So let that be an encouragement to you. If you have a need of any kind, as we join in with you and come before the Father seeking answers and deliverance, you will receive so put yourself before the Lord. Trust him. If you want to send us a prayer request, which we would love for you to do, go to our website, www.newdestiny.online. Sorry. But go there and look for the directions to enter your request. And we'll stand with you believing in faith for the answer to come, and to come quickly. Amen. I hope that encourages your heart today. Uh, if you are facing anything, and you are in need of prayer. So I'm going to ask Brandy if she'll come at this uh, time, and if she will lift up the request, and we're going to be in agreement with her. Brandy? Good morning. Father God, we just come to you just giving you thanks and praise, Lord God. We thank you, Lord God, for the praise reports, Lord God. We thank you, Father, Lord, that you answer prayers, Lord God. We thank you, Lord God, that you will come through on the behalf of your people, Lord God. We thank you, Lord, that you still heal, Lord God. We thank you that you make ways out of no way, Lord God, when there seems to be no way, Lord God. Father, I thank you, Lord God, that you you help us, Lord God, in our time of need, Lord God. 
and that you are with us, Lord God, through every situation, every circumstance, every trial, Lord God, that you are right beside us. And so, Father God, I just give you thanks and praise this morning, Lord God. And we join in with our brother and sisters, Lord God, and we just thank you, Lord God. We thank you for doing what only you could do, Lord God. We thank you for opening doors, Lord God. We thank you for making ways. We thank you, Lord God, for giving them life, Lord God, for extending their life. And we thank and praise you for that in Jesus' name. So, Father God, we just come this morning, Lord God, and we come praying for souls, Lord God. We come lifting up each and every one, Lord God, our lost family members, Lord God, our loved ones, our children, Lord God, all those who do not know you, Lord God. Father, we just give you thanks and we give you praise, Lord God. Father, in the mighty name of Jesus, we just give you glory, we give you honor, we give you praise. We thank you, Lord God, that you so loved the world that you gave your only begotten Son, Lord God, that whoever believes in him shall not perish, but they shall have everlasting life. Father, we pray this morning that those who do not know you, Lord God, that they will receive the free gift of salvation. Father, we ask that you would go before them, Lord, and make their crooked path straight. Father, we ask that you would draw them, Lord, by your Holy Spirit. Your word says no one can come except you draw them. So, Father God, we pray that you would extend your scepter unto them, Lord God, that they may be able to come. Father God, we ask that you would till the ground of their hearts, Lord God that their hearts will become softened and tendered to receive the gospel, to receive your truth, Lord God. Father God, we pray that the spiritual blinders be removed from their eyes and their minds, Lord God, in the mighty name of Jesus. Father, we ask that you would give them eyes that would see, Lord God, ears that will hear, Father God, and hearts that will obey in the mighty name of Jesus. Father God, we ask, Lord God, that, that they would come to know the knowledge of the truth in the mighty name of Jesus. Father God, we ask you to save, deliver, and set free by your yoke-destroying power. Father God, translate them from the kingdom of darkness and into the kingdom of your dear Son and into the kingdom of light. Father, we pray that you would... Put your spirit within them, Lord God, so that they can walk in the truth of your ways, Lord God, and live in your truth in the mighty name of Jesus. Father God, we declare that they are called out of darkness and into the marvelous light of Jesus Christ. Father God, we know that you are not slack concerning your promises as some men count slackness, but you are long-suffering towards us, not willing that any should perish, but that all would come to repentance. So, Father God, we thank you, Lord God, that they shall come to repentance, that they will come to the end of themselves, Lord God, in the mighty name of Jesus, and that they will hear, Lord God, your voice, they will hear you knocking at the doors of their heart, Lord God, and that they will answer 
in the mighty name of Jesus. Father God, we also come this morning and we pray for the laborers, Lord God. You said that the harvest is plentiful, but the laborers are few. So, Father God, we pray that you will send more laborers into your harvest, Lord God. Father, we just thank you, Lord God, for each and every laborer, Lord God, that you would equip them, Lord God, that they will speak a word in season and out of season in the mighty name of Jesus. Father, not only will they just go out, but, Father, may we carry your spirit, Lord God, that we would speak your word in truth, Lord God, but there will be power and demonstration of your spirit, Lord God, that all will come to see and know that you are God in the name of Jesus. Father God, we also pray for the seeds that were sown over this weekend, Lord God. We ask that you would water those seeds in the mighty name of Jesus. Lord God, we know that one sows and another waters, but it is you that gives the increase. So, Father God, we pray, Lord God, for each soul that came in contact with you over the weekend, Lord, those that committed their lives to you, Lord, those that received the gas, Lord God, we pray, Lord God, in the mighty name of Jesus, that every seed Song would take root and it would germinate and it would produce fruit in the mighty name of Jesus. And Father God, I just give you thanks, I give you praise, and we give you glory. In Jesus' mighty name we pray, amen. <clears throat> amen, amen. Thank you, Brandy. Thank you. Praying for souls. Amen, amen. And for laborers. You know, we're all called to be a witness. We're called to share the gospel. But thank you, Brandy, for praying so passionately for the lost. You know, it's it's a sad thing when someone passes into eternity without knowing our Lord and Savior. So we just thank God and we just say amen, amen, and amen to that prayer that was prayed, hallelujah. Because we know that the Father hears and he does answer, so we will give him the praise and the glory. I want to go back to Sister Janice at this time and see if she has any further thoughts for us. Janice, do you have anything else? Yes, ma'am, thank you. Um, I just want to share this. Miranda Curtis, uh, a gospel recording artist, recorded a song and it describes living in Christ as dying to ourselves so that we can live. And the lyrics go on. It says, sometimes when you have purpose and you're in service, you can feel your worth is less. I finally poured out all of me till there was nothing left to give. Then God said to me, that's the only way to live. The fire you feel is from the altar I built for you. And I share this because the word tells us that in order to reign with Christ, we must be buried with him. That doesn't feel good. And he told us that they that live godly will suffer persecution. That doesn't feel good. And when we are persecuted for righteousness' sake, he tells us what happens here in Matthews five, ten through 12. The passion reads this way. How enriched you are when persecuted. 
for doing what is right. For then you experience the realm of heaven's kingdom. How blessed you are when people insult and persecute you and speak all kinds of cruel lies about you because of your love for me. So leap for joy since your heavenly reward is great. For you are being rejected the same way the prophets were before you. I speak this to encourage your heart that God sees and he knows, and he knows all, and he sees all. So be strengthened in the power of his might. And we praise God for being worthy, counted worthy to suffer with him so that we can reign with him. Thank you, Mother Heather. Mm, thank you. <clears throat> wow. How true. How true. Once we can be completely poured out till there's nothing left in us, that's when God says, I can use you. Wow. Wow. I hope you ponder that this morning. We've had a great morning, great devotion. We had great prayer, praying for the lost, passionately understanding what it is to just lay ourselves before God and say, use us. So we're going to close out with a word of prayer. Father, just as we have celebrated, we've celebrated the resurrection of our Lord and what took place at Calvary. You know, Jesus took upon himself our sins, bearing the cross, giving up his spirit so that we might be reconciled back unto you. Oh, hallelujah. Hallelujah. May we be inspired and energized with the new vision of Calvary. May we see it like we have never seen it before. And may we rise in the name and the authority of the Lord, refusing any and all interference with our mission to make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, teaching them to observe all that I have commanded you. For you, Father, have said in John fifteen sixteen, you did not choose me, but I chose you and appointed you that you should go and bear fruit, and that your fruit should abide, so that whatever you ask the Father in my name, that's in Jesus' name, he may give it to you. So we say to you, Father, we thank you. We thank you for hearing us today. We thank you for being with us on this call this morning. Thank you for hearing everything. You hear the heart's cry. And we know, Father, that you love us so deeply and so intensely that you will never let us go, that you will hold us. It says that you hold us in the palm of your hand. The Almighty God, the Creator of heaven and earth, holds us. So we are grateful this morning. We're grateful and we give. We give you 
all the praise and we give you all the glory. And everyone this morning said amen, amen, and amen. Please open up the line. 